everyone, and welcome. This is Just Watch It. I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. And we're really excited for our movie today. It's going to be a surprise for Andrea as much as it's a surprise for me because I only just picked with Andrea's roommate five seconds ago. So it's going to be a fun one. Oh, she helped you pick? Yeah, because I figured she was going to watch it with us. So I was like, why don't you pick one that you would want to see? <laughs> There's another one that if we do, I think she might want to guest host with us. But this oh, one, okay. this one, she can just enjoy with us. Okay. So how's everything going? I hear you had some um, big, exciting um, events this week, watching this weekend, watching like nine hours of Below Deck. Yeah. Yes. Well, I was had a weekend which involved lots of drinking and going places so then on sunday <laughs> i just wanted to relax and i want to do nothing i want to drink and not go places <laughs> or i'm sorry on saturday when i got back yes and we just watched like my roommate and i watched like six or seven hours of below deck it was amazing <laughs> i really can like only binge like binge shows like that like reality shows like i, I like yeah i don't know i can't binge other shows as like I, I can maybe be like I'll, I'll you know maybe I'll sit down to watch four episodes four or five but mm -hmm. this we we started at episode five and we finished the season at episode fourteen. Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> reality shows are definitely like they they do a lot more to be like this thing we've been building up to all season and then it's like one sentence clip and it's totally not worth it but they like just drag you in and when when they are like all released and bingeable, it just makes it like, it was kind of nice back in the day before Netflix and things of that nature, because like you would stop because you watched one and then the next one that would be on would be like last week's episode. Like, you know, and now it's like, I can really do some damage. That's why I was telling you guys that I have to like, I don't watch, I don't, like I said, I don't watch reality TV, but that's not because I'm stuck up. It's because I don't have cable, so I don't, like, flip through and see it and be like, oh, I'll watch that. That's, yeah. like, what used to get me, where it was like, nothing else is on, <laughs> so I'll just watch, like, eight hours of the Kardashians or whatever. Um, but I did watch, like, three hours or three episodes, at least, however long they are, with you and Jessica last weekend. I was like, uh, I was like watch it just keep going we stayed up until like 11 or something it's so good it. <laughs> i mean watching old seasons because like everything's everything's on um uh peacock oh in, in case like anybody doesn't know below deck is like it's about a crew on like a, a fancy yacht that like really rich people charter for like three days and like we're talking like I, we looked it up and this is something where it's like if if you like go on this yacht and you're on the show, you get like a discounted rate. And so it's only like 35K a person. <laughs> but oh like really it'd be like 150K a per like it's a thing where the tip is twenty thousand dollars. And I'm oh like I'm like, I can't ever I I don't know if I'll ever be in the financial situation where I can justify this behavior, but um, the answer is no, probably not. But, but it's about like the crew who like does it and like 
you know, drama ensues, and there's a salty old sea captain, and he's exactly I have to say, picture. <laughs> watching three episodes of this, like, I honestly was like, I'm ready to get on board. I think I could kill it at this job. Like, I would absolutely want to do this job for a summer. So if you're in your early 20s, I'm going to say, go watch a few episodes and go fucking do that. And I will live vicariously because it looks like a dream job to me. And that one chick who was so whiny about it, I was just like, I don't understand. You're on a fabulous boat. And as much as like you're working, you there you also like get like a day off between like, you know, guests or whatever. And I was like, and also you're seeing like these are really awesome places. It doesn't really, you know, either well, way. Well, it's definitely is like a sprint, not a marathon, because you only do these things for like six weeks, but or they, I mean on the show at least. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that it's I mean, I don't know. They make it seem like it's sort of a that is sort of how it works, but yeah. I don't know. But um, it's like six weeks, and then you, I don't, I have no idea what the salary is, but like they'll come home with tips of like, you know, almost fifteen thousand dollars for six weeks of work, and that's like cash. Yeah, so it's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's and they're also they're probably also getting paid a decent rate if the freaking fee is a hundred k a person, like. Yeah. Well, and it was so funny because, you know, we, my roommate and I have been watching it so much. So we like know what a good tip is or what like a not good one is. And then when we get to the end of the episode and the captain's like, all right, tip is okay. It's $15,000. And you were like, whoa. And we were like, nah, that's okay. It's not great. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Yeah, no, I mean, like, almost an entire season on Saturday that was amazing well the rough thing too is like if they're getting a discounted rate then they better not be discounting their tips because like just like when you go to a restaurant people if you have a coupon you're supposed to tip on the amount before the coupon you don't tip on the discount that's not fair to the server so it's like I hope that they're like taking that into account or at least like recoup. I mean, you know, all those people probably have like make money off their social media, whatever, but yeah. Dream job. People ask for things that are so unreasonable. Like we watched an episode where they, one of the guys wanted a 12 course dinner and it's like going till midnight and they're like, geez, it's getting late. We want to, we want to go to bed. It's like, well, you asked for 12 courses, bro. Like, <laughs> on a boat, in a boat kitchen where there's only one chef. Yeah. But, uh, it's, not like, it's not like a, like a, you know, Manresa or the French laundry or something where they have a whole team to put that together. Right. Well, I don't know. I figured I would just explain what the show us. It's everyone knows what like real housewives and stuff is, but I don't know if that many people I think it's pretty popular like I did know I did know it existed so I think it's pretty popular so what else what else did you do this weekend you had quite the uh adventure uh yeah well we went to Santa Cruz for a couple days had a hotel and went to the boardwalk which was really fun I haven't done that obviously since COVID I know I'm so excited to go I keep telling Phil I'm like can we go on like can we go on like Thursday we might go on Thursday since it's a random night and then hopefully it's like not so crowded well no we went on a Thursday it was just as it was just as crowded as if it was a Saturday really really okay that's interesting I mean I guess good like they need money at this point but it was funny because I was with um 
my boyfriend and all his friends from like the East Coast. And so they'd like obviously never been. And I was trying to explain to them in line the the commercial that ends with Boardwalk. <laughs> you can't explain it like to someone. I mean <laughs> I've made jokes about that thing too, because it is just so funny. It's like it's so passionate and so yeah. wild. Yeah, like the aggression. The, the rest of the commercial, I feel like, is regular. <laughs> it just it's, But uh, I was talking about that. Uh, did so. I ever tell you about the time we took my sister's French foreign exchange student? She did the one at, at our high school. They do the foreign exchange program. And I think it's like a week or two weeks, you know? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Frenchies. And um, yeah, <laughs> it was so funny because we t- it was like February and we were like, well, we'll take her to the beach at least so she can like see the Pacific Ocean. Like the beach in the Bay Area in February is cold. Actually, most of the year it's cold. So and the water is cold. So February, we're like dress up, wear a lot of clothes. It'll be cold. Yeah. And like I met them because I had like gone to a concert or something and my parents invited me and I was like, okay, I'll meet you there. So I'm wearing like jeans and a sweatshirt and I am like, it's so hot, Andrea. And I'm, to be honest, a little hungover. So it was insane. It was February and it was like 90 degrees. (laughs) We kept telling her, we're like, this is not normal. (laughs) I think her favorite thing was a corn dog, which I still haven't gotten Philip to eat yet. And I think he'll actually Any corn dog? It. No, they like to, it's a, not a thing. So she got her first corn dog was one of those wonderful hand-dipped corn dogs at the boardwalk. Freaking delicious. Yeah, you have to get one of those kind. Like, or the Disneyland ones are also awesome. So good. So good. So anyway, she was like fascinated by that. Um, and all the other food. I mean, we just kind of pounded a lot of american food into her so yeah (laughs) um yeah so that was that was super fun and we went to the aquarium in monterey and they wanted to go because they were like is this the one from finding dory and i was like yes actually (laughs) that is really funny because i I had no idea the connection when you said that i was like no wouldn't the one inspire wouldn't it be in australia like, well, you know. going again, there's really only like a couple things that you see that are like, oh, this was in the movie. But like, I mean, mostly, no, I was like, yeah, you guys, sorry, there's no whales. Yeah, <laughs> there's no right. like, giant outside. There's no area. whale shark. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was super fun. Cool. Yeah, I love the aquarium. Phil and I have yet to go yet, but we'll go soon. Yeah, no, it was good. Oh, I love the aquarium. I've still never been able to touch one of the one of the things that killed Steve Irwin. Oh, oh my god! I Stingray. Touched one, I touched one once and it was horrible. It seems like it feels so cool. It doesn't feel cool. It feels horrific and slimy. Okay, did not, well, did not care for it. You have a weird thing with texture. Even though, even though I stood there with you for like twenty minutes. Did it have a? <laughs> you did. See, so you've witnessed me fail to touch one. I touched one. That I time. know. And that's what I'm saying is I never have. And I've gone fucking eight times in my life. <laughs> and then there's all those little fucking kids. Remember that one little asshole who like touched it like six times and you just got, I was like, get out of here. Yeah. A kid. <laughs> get out of the way. I'm sorry. I wasn't rich when I was a kid. We didn't go to the aquarium. We went like once. Sorry. That's, that's some of that repressed trauma that I need to deal with. 
<laughs> Anyways. He, that kid was particularly bratty, though. You have to agree. It wasn't like he was just, like, innocently being like, I'm going to stand here. And, like, he was being fucking rowdy. And rubbing in my face. It's like, can we just do an adults-only day at the aquarium? Yes! I. <laughs> that's actually very funny. There's so many things that would be improved by them being adults-only just, like, once a year. <laughs> like, like, can the right. amusement park just be adults-only once a year? <laughs> like... Disneyland one day a year adults only <laughs> oh that would be so fun They're like no vomiting extra booze yes you don't have to go <laughs> all the way to that random stand in California Adventure to find that margarita <laughs> to get a beer or whatever yeah yeah oh <laughs> uh, okay well yeah that's a, that was a good weekend good recap it sounds like you guys had fun do yeah. they love California oh. do they want to move out here I don't know about that, but um, I think they definitely had a good time. So then I, uh, I'll I'll share one more thing on. Um, so then on, I I had mentioned to Lorraine like, yeah, I'm gonna be gonna be around if you want to do like a surf day or something. And then she texted me and told me she broke her arm, and I was like, holy shit, you broke your arm? What? Why is this the first time hearing about this so casually? So this is this is Isn't that I'm one of those people. <laughs> I'm one of those people who sends like four texts for one thing because I need like the I need the like dramatic pause. So like I was like, oh, I broke my arm, and then I immediately was typing like, I mean, not really, but like you already <laughs> you had already seen it, and I was like, no, I didn't really break it, but like I don't know what happened if I slept wrong or what, but like I must have pinched a nerve. There was just this like angle that I could not bend or pick my arm up at like and it was just a specific angle and if we had gone surfing it would have been like any the angle to like push up on my board like it just hurts so bad and then you know I slept on it one night and I was like I'll I'll sleep on it and see how it is tomorrow and then it sucked that day and then I slept on it again and then it just was magically better and it was like it's like when you're sick and you forget like when you get better you forget how it felt like when you were sick like I literally yes. woke up and was like totally fine and so I forgot that it was even a thing like when you said I broke my arm I was like why did I say that did I like bang it what did I do <laughs> <laughs> um, Connor was like if she doesn't want to surf she could just tell you <laughs> you're gonna see no, her in a I'm few not- days you'll know if it's broken <laughs> I like fake a cast I, like, come in here with, like, t- paper towels from work, like, wrapped around my arm. <laughs> I wouldn't even be mad about that. That would be so much worse. It would just be too way. funny. I I would I would sign it, and it would just come smush through to your arm, and I'd see it wasn't real. <laughs> um, like, I'll break your arm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't really broken, but it was not comfortable. I really couldn't do much with it and I was like okay if this goes on like a day or two more I might have to like go to the doctor and be like can you look at what happened <laughs> but that's what happens when you're 32 you just you just wake up one day and can't move your arm <laughs> oh my god um all right so Andrea are you ready to discuss movies uh yes what are we watching okay so because I haven't decided, I still really want to do this really garbage movie, but like, I just feel like it needs to be the right time. And I feel like it needs to be in retribution for something that you've done to me. So, so I feel uh, like I'm going to like it though. Like, I don't know. 
Okay, well then, what we'll do is we'll do it on a day when we can watch the movie together and we haven't dragged Jessica into the situation. Okay. I'll, I'll make you come over and watch this and we can we can surf and then you can watch the movie. It'll all make it worth your drive. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to watch, we're going to throw this back to OG times. It's going to be a rom-com. We're going to watch Heartbreakers. Okay, I don't know what that is. That's awesome. I'm super glad that you don't. This is the one that I told you about a while ago where I was like, it's kind of similar to the whole nine yards. And so you might like it. So um, yeah. I was just thinking, have I seen because but I think what I've seen is I've seen the heartbreak kid. That's a Ben Stiller one, right? I have not yeah, seen it's, it. a, it's not Ben Stiller. It's not ben okay, Stiller. I have not seen but this the, one no. does have lots of like, famous people in it that you'll be like, it's very, I guess, 90s or early thousands with the people in it. Okay. So it'll be a fun one. Okay. All right. Um, well, my, my falafel is waiting out in the living room. So we should go watch this. We're getting to watch this together, guys, by the way. So I'm excited for yes. that. All right. All right. Let's go. Welcome back. We just watched Heartbreakers, actually in person together. So that was fun. It was fun. I realized once I saw, well, when we were, you know, pulling it up and I saw the cover, I was like, okay, I've definitely seen this. This is definitely one that I've scrolled past many times. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like, been like, no, nah. I feel like I get it just from the cover. Um, did you get it? Did you know what was going to happen? Um, I mean, I get, I would have guessed that they were mother and daughter from the front. And then I, I just would have thought that they broke hearts. I probably wouldn't have guessed the con part, but. Okay, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> so. Spoiler alert, caution. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the movie starts off with this theme song and it sounds like very spooky and i i think i said like oh it sounds like the beetlejuice music it sounds like halloween it sounds like hocus pocus is about to start yes it does and then you know they're going through the names and stuff and the 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 um people in it and one and it says danny elfman and i was like oh it's danny elfman (laughs) that makes sense he, because he totally wrote the Beetlejuice theme, so I'm like, it all that well, all that <laughs> that aligns. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it's really only like the rest of the music is not like that. No, it was so out of place. <laughs> like just the beginning was like that, and then the rest of the music was good, but didn't stand out as like Halloweeny, you know? Like, <laughs> well, and it's just like showing a road and stuff. I want to say when it starts, so it's like if you just walked in, like you would think Beetlejuice was on. From like- you would think, I see. I think Hocus Pocus, like because it was all these aerial shots. It seems like they're on brooms or something. <laughs> Yeah. And it looks like it's going over a northeast town. Like it just like sets you up for it. And then it's like cut to wedding. (laughs) Yeah. Cut to wedding. Ray Liotta and Sigourney Weaver are getting married. I'm going to point out that we'll probably just use the actors names because 
of the con thing they use many different names in the it's just confusing so it might yeah. just be easiest to go with the actor's name well time. you don't even really find out jennifer love hewitt's real name till like probably more than like half halfway the into the movie yeah yeah and then and then sigourney i don't think weaver, i ever heard sigourney weaver's name no well she uses the same con name of angela multiple times so i thought mm-hmm. that was her real name so yeah that, yeah you go you then, go wait that's her real name i was like no it can't be but then apparently it's something else. So, so it's Max, which I don't think we Max. heard once. No, we did not hear that at all, ever. So, well, we're not going to hear her name because everybody who she meets knows her by a different name. And <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt calls her mom. <laughs> yep. Yes, that's true. <laughs> um, so, for this case, we can justify saying the actors' names. <laughs> we'll try and stick with it. So, yeah, it's Ray Liotta and Sigourney Weaver's wedding day, and you find out that they they haven't they haven't had sex yet. And there's like a and then it's there's a funny thing where he's carrying her back to the room, but it's like a hotel, so it's so far. And he's it's like he's, it's like they're car- he's carrying her down the hallway of the hotel, but it's like at the very last room or something. But like you can tell that they just kept doing it. Like even though he would have moved further, like they just kept him in the same spot or even further back in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's running really fast because he wants to get there to have sex. And then she whips off her dress and there's this laundry underneath, which I was like, that probably would have been so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like a full body suit. Like it goes <laughs> yeah. all the way down into her heels. So it's like, yeah. it's a, con- it's quite the contraption. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, wouldn't that give him a red flag that she's a really a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> maybe she wasn't a virgin, but maybe she just swore off sex with men before, you know, she got married. Maybe she was like, it hasn't been working out. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe she could have just been making him wait or something. I would be skeptical of a virgin with, well, Ray Liotta didn't know this, with, like, a 20-something-year-old daughter. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that makes sense that you would be skeptical of that. Okay, I know that that sounded bad, but what I meant was she's at least 40. Oh, I thought you meant that she has so this to have is, had sex because she has a know. daughter. No, I just, as I said it, that's the way that it came out. But what I was saying is like, you know that she's at least like just by the movies, like plot line, you know, she's at least 40, which you would think Ray Liotta knows that she's 40. So um, now I'm just like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. So, so, so they're about to have sex. And then she just falls asleep and is like, are you not going to address the knife? He pulls out. The only thing, the only reason I would address the knife is because later on with the, with the fish, (laughs) like he, he always has a weapon uh, that's disproportionate to the. (laughs) Yes. So the knife he has is because he's trying to get the, the lingerie off, but it's very complicated (laughs) <laughs> and he can't get it off, so then he's like, oh, so then he pulls the knife out and cuts it off. And then is that when she falls asleep? Yes, as he's doing it, he gets down to the foot, because it goes all the way around her feet. <laughs> yes. And then he's like, all right, we're ready. And sh- she starts snoring. 
Yeah. And then he dumps ice, like, down his pants. He thinks about pouring it on her fur. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're just gonna make your balls bluer, bro. <laughs> 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 so, then it's, like, morning, and he's just staring at her. And she's like, what? Oh, no, I fell asleep. I can't believe it. Um... So he's like, I'm going to go swing by the office before before well, the honeymoon. She barfs first, remember? Because he's like, well, we could do it right now. And then she's like, oh, I drank too much. I'm going to oh, go throw yes. up. Oh, yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I don't need to be here during the throw up bit. I'll go to work. Yeah. yeah. The office. Yeah. So he's going to run to the office. And you find out that it's like a chop shop. Um, and Lorraine said that it's Matilda's dad. So. Yeah. <laughs> Before he lost a foot off of his height and got, and no, none of the weight that goes with a foot of your height. You, yeah. I mean, there's really no, no difference between the way that Danny DeVito and Ray Liotta look. So yeah. <laughs> I could see why anyone would make that mistake. Yeah. You could definitely get them. When, <laughs> but when they walked into the shop, I told Andrea, just wait till she glues this hat to its head. <laughs> Um, so he's there and then who's in the office, but Jennifer Love Hewitt, she's in there with a really short dress and her big boobs and he is being tempted. You can literally see her underwear. Like it's so short that like, it's not just her ass is out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he's like trying to hold back, but then they make out a little. And then they're like, no. And then they make out a little again. And then they're going to start doing something. And then that's when Angela, as she is currently known, a.k.a. Sigourney Weaver, comes in and catches them. Well, it's funny thing because, you know, she's uh, getting down to business and her hair gets stuck in his belt. So he's like. Hi, she's like hiding under the table and he stands up and like knocks her head into the table and it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um but yes, he is caught. Yes. Cut to immediately divorce I put divorce table. I don't know what it's called. It's like <laughs> it's what the wedding crashers like, did for a job. Mediation. <laughs> mediation. It's a divorce table. And her lawyer is Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Yeah, yes. Carrie Fisher as the divorce lawyer is like the most, like the weirdest. Well, I thought she was going to come back. Like, I thought you were going to find out that she was in on it, like that she was going to be a bigger character because it's Carrie Fisher. And That's why it's she... like the funniest like cameo. Like, it's like so random. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of random ones in this that you think are going to be in it more and then they're not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so they're at the divorce table and they're asking for a th- um 300k and at first they're it's looking like his lawyer is pretty good and he's not gonna get it but then they're like basically they're like you do illegal stuff for work and if people have to look into this you're gonna get caught so she's like fine just give him whatever so they get the 300k and then gasp twist jennifer love hugh and sigourney weaver meet up their mother and daughter. It was all a con. All a scam. They totally do look like they could be related. They have like the same nose and stuff. Yeah, oh, they are and like they're, they're similar enough. 
there was a funny thing that I really liked where Jennifer Love Hewitt comes walking up and she's wearing a wig and she pulls it off, but I felt like it looked exactly like her regular. It was hair just like a lighter on. shade or something. But it wasn't lighter enough to make a wig worth it. I don't know. It was more like voluminous or whatever. Um, yeah. I will ask you, Andrea, how much do you think three hundred thousand dollars in two thousand one is worth today? That's when this happened. Did you look it up and you have an answer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 300, I'm, or no, I'm going to say 401,000. That's not bad. It's 460. Oh, okay. I thought it would have been, I, I felt like I went high. I don't know. It was 600,000. <laughs> it was 600,000. 600,000 can't be your guess for everything, Andrea. <laughs> what if that's what you guessed? We, we were just, we went to a bridal shower and then they, they did a game where you guessed how many uh, Hershey's kisses were in a jar. What if you had said 600,000? <laughs> I mean, I guess definitely did end up guessing way less than what there was. So maybe I should have. Oh, I guessed uh, way less. I think it was like, what was it? Because I guessed 84. It was over a thousand. My mother won. <laughs> it wasn't over a thousand. It wasn't. I think it was. No, 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 no. It definitely wasn't. But I guess 84 and I was way off. My mom. Your mom does home. not have a thousand Hershey's kisses in her she office. She took them home. I'm going to have her dump them out and count and say, subtract the six that I took on the drive. No, y- your mom knows the number. She was the closest. <laughs> it wasn't a thousand. She's going to laugh when she hears that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so when, by the way, when they're at the gas station, they steal the gas. Well, where they met up was a gas station, and they they basically trick a guy and snag his credit card to get basically get him to pay for their gas. But I was like, I was like, but she doesn't have a zip code. <laughs> it's basically them using their feminine wiles to um, get what they yeah. want, vote free. Yes. And Jennifer Love Hewitt's like, how much do we get? And Sigourney Weaver tells her only 80000 It's like, whoa. What the hell? Rude. That's like so little. Like that means yeah. if they split it half and half, she's only going to give her forty k, And then yeah. like, she gets 260 to herself. Yeah. I understand doing that to a partner, but it's like your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought you meant like a partner, like your significant other. And I was like, that's also fucked up. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm but not, I like, guess doing it, partner. doing it to your partner in crime, I guess is also bad, but you're already criminal. So it's like, what do you expect? Okay, I'm fucking dying. I just asked my mom how many kisses were in the jar. She's how many? 245. Right? <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought my guess of 84, I remember mine being like comically low when I heard the number. I was like, oh, well, I, that, I was way off. But then, like, when you said a thousand, I was like, that's not accurate. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't that far off. That would have been a much bigger jar. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's too funny. That's so funny. So uh, after this, they're, like, in the car, and then they're going to dinner, right? And Jennifer Love Hewitt tells her mom she wants to go solo. And Sigourney Weaver is like, no, I don't want you to get knocked up and ruin your life. And Jennifer Love Hewitt was like, of course, like, well, thanks, mom. (laughs) Yeah. And apparently there's this woman, Barbara, who taught Sigourney Weaver all that she knows. So while they're at dinner or whatever, celebrating their win, I guess, um, (laughs) they're about to leave. And 
Uh, Sigourney Weaver goes, I'll get the check. And she like steps on a glass and then like sprinkles glass in her salad. Oh my God. Um, it was so much glass. It was. It was so much. It was like one piece would have been like one or two shards would have made more sense than like how much was in there. You couldn't have eaten your whole meal and like not noticed the whole glass. But right. either way, I will note this is like a fun fact is that at the table here, um, I think it's this table that Jennifer Love Hewitt is playing with cards and she's like got them like laid out on the table and is like doing that thing where you kind of like wave them backwards and forwards. Um, I don't know how to describe it really. Like I wouldn't be able to do it. It was cool. Apparently there was like a set magician who taught Jennifer Love Hewitt a bunch of card tricks and that was going to be part of her bit. But there's a scene later where she flops and she broke her finger. So she couldn't do any of them. Oh my god, that's funny. Isn't that funny? Like she went through all the effort of learning these magic tricks. So I think it's sort of funny that because like so, you know, she wants to go off on her own and do it herself. And Sigourney Weaver's like, you're not ready. And I thought it was sort of funny that it's not like she there is no point where Sigourney Weaver wants something better for her daughter or for her to just like have a regular right? life like because I was like it's I don't know like there is an amount of danger with this one like a guy getting angry and trying to murder you or <laughs> going to prison for I don't know this something Theft. about this must be illegal Fraud. right like yeah, yeah like so I'm like, why is she so much encouraging this? Like, I don't know. Um, I guess the family business. Right. She must have just really had a miserable experience with men in the past. And she just doesn't think they're worth anything. Yeah. Um, She's like well, the mom from Mamma Mia. Right. But I don't know. Yeah. And when, well, yeah. Also, when they sprinkled the glass in the meal, I was like, you guys, you just want a ton of money. Can't you just pay for this one? Pay for dinner. <laughs> it's not this guy's fault. Yeah. I know. Somebody's going to get in trouble. So then they're going to the bank to go get their money. And they've been caught by the IRS. And there's a woman there who says she's the IRS woman and that they haven't been paying taxes and that they owe this much and $247,000. Yeah. And um plus so, they've wiped out their bank accounts. They took everything that was already in there and they owe 247,000. So basically it's just like any heist movie. They well, so and the IRS woman tells them that they have 3 months to pay it back. And so even though Jennifer Love Hewitt wants to go on her own because of this, Sigourney Weaver convinces her to stay for one last job. Just like in any heist movie, it's that one last job where you either die or you're totally rich at the end. You can't say one last job. You can't say one last job. I feel like that just like ruins it. What do you mean? And. Like, like it's the knock on wood thing. Like, it's like you're jinxing it. You can't say. It's oh, I thought you meant I couldn't say it. I was like, but that's Andrea. What it is. You I can't say that. It can't come out of your mouth. No. <laughs> Andrea, Andrea, how much do you think two hundred forty-seven thousand dollars in back taxes was in two thousand one is worth today? Did you just look it up? Yeah, the inflation Why? calculator is going to be the funnest thing for me now going forward. Oh, 
Um, four hundred twenty thousand. Three hundred and sixty-nine. I was closer that time. Um. <laughs> Gosh, Sorry. I hope I get good. What a useful skill. Um. <laughs> So like doing like that present value in your head. Um, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I, <laughs> I was doing that. Um, practice, practice for next week. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's okay. Happening? One, one, oh. one last con. Oh, I just meant like the next episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's our one last what's happening next week. We're having the math, the mathathon, you know, <laughs> I was like, I know we talked about going to the it's, beach. Is there going to be math here? <laughs> the mathly finals next week. I prefer mathathon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they go to Palm Beach, Florida for the one last job. I will say that I always thought this movie took place in like Hawaii. And I was going to say, or somewhere tropical, but I guess Florida's it tropical. Looks- it seems nice, like a lot nicer and like upscale than what you than think. the Florida I've never, that I've seen. I've, I'd only know Florida from the internet, though. I've never been there, so I don't know. Maybe Palm <laughs> you, Beach is very nice. Andrea um, only knows Florida man. She doesn't know Florida. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been to Florida. I've been to Cape Canaveral, and it is not great. It does not look like this. <laughs> this looks like a luxury hotel in Hawaii. <laughs> um, so, so but also, c- can I just point out, by the way, sorry for interrupting you, but when they're like one last con, we got to go where really, really rich people are. And they said Palm Beach. I was like, Palm Beach? That wouldn't have been on even my top 10 list. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Beverly Hills? Or yeah. like San Francisco, get you some sure. tech idiot. Like this, this County. con would work yeah. so well in San Francisco. Oh yeah, it would be better in San Francisco. <laughs> Such an awful tech bro that deserves to get wiped out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You wouldn't even have to pick like a gross old man. You could pick some like young, young idiot that can't get hipster. anything. Yeah, yeah. He's like the guy on below deck that pays for everything that nobody wants to touch them. <laughs> the guys that would go pay for the boat, and then the whole gr- time the girls were just like, avoiding "Oh them. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah." That guy was much less gross than a like really old man. Um, <laughs> yes, just like that. Um, so, so they con their way into a really fancy hotel by like having Jennifer Love Hewitt accidentally falls and injures her head and they have her limping around and well, they, they put fake water down not fake water yes. to put water down to make it look like she's real water, water fakely um yes but but sigourney <laughs> weaver trips her and like surprises her it trips her really hard <laughs> this must be where she broke her finger <laughs> I used to always aggressively trip my sister when we were like in a hotel. I'd be like, <laughs> race you to the end. And then I'd run a little ahead oh, of her to no! stick my foot out <laughs> instead of You're so mean. <laughs> I have to stop doing it because we have those stairs that like there's no front on them. So you can reach through the stairs. And I've done it to Phil twice where I just like briefly grab his leg. But he panics and, like, has almost bit it twice. And I'm like, I really have to stop doing this. 
I to be fair, I only do it when he's going up the stairs. So if you fell, st- it wouldn't be that bad. Your stairs are scary. I can't believe you would move to a place like that, though, because you have such a fear of Achilles heel things. Like- Shut up, don't ruin it. <laughs> I don't stand on the stairs and not move for very long. So, <laughs> so, so basically they, I mean, I'm just going to say throughout the course of the movie, they're in this hotel. And it's like about like three months. Well, no, remember she says she's like, it's going to be a record one month. So I don't think it's like as long as the three months. They've agreed that they're going to try and do it in three months because they have to pay the bill back. Right. The IRS said that said that it was due in 90 days. So they're trying to do it before three months. Okay, so even but so, either way, it's an extended month. period of time. Like one month. So yeah. we asked our we asked our friend who we, wait a minute. We a- didn't ask her. We didn't. But we found a friend. But we asked an expert in the industry. We reached out we to a hotel. <laughs> we reached out to a hotel consultant, um, <laughs> and I was like, if somebody fell in the lobby of the hotel, would that be enough to like? get them to like would you let them stay for free for three months and, she and wait said, can no. i read her text can i read it that can i yeah. read it verbatim yeah yeah andrea said friend we watched a movie last night and had a hotel question if someone falls and slips on a wet floor do they get to stay at a hotel for three months for free <laughs> assuming the wet floor is actually the hotel's fault and our friend responds no Never assume liability. We'll send it to insurance. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like getting in a car accident where they tell you don't apologize. Is that what, like my, um, on the back of my state farm card, it says, do not apologize. Do not assume liability. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess if you say, I'm sorry, then that's enough for them to say that it's like you were at fault. (laughs) Oh, like say it to the person or say it to yes, the insurance. Yes, like if you rear-rent someone, don't be like, I'm so, so sorry. I wasn't paying attention or anything like that because it makes it much worse. Oh. <laughs> don't say anything. Just make sure they're okay. Well, you did not <laughs> apologize that time. You kissed that guy's bumper. So. <laughs> I laughed at him. <laughs> so let's let's take it back to the story really quickly. <laughs> We were on our way to a concert and then I don't know why we were getting off there. Did we have to go back for something or we were avoiding traffic or something? I, I don't, don't know why we, we were, were at that exit. At, like we were sitting, sitting at, at a exit. stoplight. Like we're stopped. Yeah. Yeah. We're, well, <laughs> we were quote unquote stopped, yeah. but <laughs> it was on like a hill. And I guess my brakes, like I wasn't pressed down all the way, but I did. I'm turned around talking to a friend Andrea is also talking to that. Like no one is paying attention that we're slightly rolling apparently, but like so slightly that no one noticed. And I happened <laughs> to turn around and see the car and just like slam hard on the brakes. So I touched him and then he gets out and he's like furious. And I was like, I'm really sorry. Like I didn't, you need to pay attention. I was like, it wasn't that I wasn't paying. I mean, I guess I wasn't, I was talking to that, but like I was paying attention to the cars and stuff. Like, it was so minute that we were moving that I, he, no one perceived we were moving. <laughs> yeah, no. And then he's mad, but then he takes a picture of his own bumper. <laughs> and he didn't take that. a picture of mine or my license plate or anything. <laughs> like, he didn't ask me for any information. He just, like, wanted to yell at me. And I was like, to be fair, I'd probably yell at someone, too. But also, like, 
there was no damage. It was fine. But it was definitely a funny moment when he turned around and took a picture of his own car. I was like, <laughs> and then dropped back in his car. That's really going to help you in court. I don't like. <laughs> right, weirdo. No, you kissed it. You kissed it. Like, barely. It was, it was like less than how you would tap a car if you were parallel parking in a real time. I was just about to say, I do that all the time. <laughs> I don't make a habit of it, but I've definitely done it and been like, okay, there's no damage. And it was less than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so they cut to them or mother and daughter in a boat cruising around like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute can we first do since this is a movie of hijinks there's a few cuts like back and forth between scenes and so we'll try to keep it to a minimum but it does cut to Ray Liotta talking to his his like colleagues and being sad about Sigourney Weaver but then also getting like pretty mad and so now we know that he's kind of after her to either win her back or kill her I don't know he is kind of a criminal so yeah (laughs) and then we cut back to Sigourney Weaver and Jennifer Love Hewitt scouting for their next target yeah they're cruising around like looking at all the rich houses and they keep Jennifer Love Hewitt picks a couple people well she picks one guy and the um the Sigourney Weaver's like no he already has a woman in his life his mother so it's like I mean she picks Buster Bluth. Yeah, it's basically Buster Bluth. <laughs> um, Before he lost his hand. Yeah. And then there's another guy in a boat with just like him. It's the guy with like tons of women in bikinis. And Sigourney Weaver's like, you'd have to split that one five ways or what I like. <laughs> because there's yeah, so she- many, because there's so many like- other women. There's an, it was too much competition, and uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's like, I think I could take him. And she was like, you'd have to do... She said something about, like, I could maybe do a menage a trois, and then Sigourney Weaver says, menage a cinq, which is five people. <laughs> oh so God. then she was all, ew, no. <laughs> so, uh, so Sigourney Weaver wants to pick Gene Hackman, who I guess is like a billionaire, and he's like a, in the tobacco industry, so he is constantly like hacking up a lung. And before we recorded, I was like, "He's always hacking up a lung." Gene Hackman. I was trying to think of a joke, but there's nothing there. <laughs> I mean, that is the joke. It's too obvious to. Yeah. Don't be such a hack. <laughs> <laughs> but he's really gross. It's like Gene Hackman is not. They made him look really gross. And um, it's perfect because you don't feel bad. You don't feel bad for her trying to take advantage of him because he's so aggressively like trying to get everyone, even children, hooked on cigarettes. So Yes. Yes. (laughs) He makes some comment about children at one point that I was like, Jesus. Yeah. It's not like a regular old man. Like it's a really gross cough and he does it all the time. So like that is a sacrifice. Like she would have yeah, to really so Jennifer Love Hewitt was like, oh, but he's so gross. I'd have to kiss that. And Sigourney Weaver's like, I'd have to kiss it a lot more. So <laughs> yeah. suck it up. But the good thing is that he's probably going to die soon <laughs> because of all the smoking. <laughs> Hopefully within 90 days. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so in order to pick, since Jennifer Love Hewitt is pulling for Buster Bluth and Sigourney Weaver is pulling for old tobacco money, they say whoever can get this guy to buy us a drink first. Just a we'll random guy sitting in a bar. A random guy. And even from the back, I knew exactly who he was. Um, it's Kevin Nealon. Yeah. another interesting, funny cameo. And they just like walk up to him and Sigourney Weaver is trying to be classy and get him to light her cigarette and do all of these things. And then Jennifer Love Hewitt's like, can I grab your nuts? And, <laughs> yeah. and they just go back and forth until Sigourney Weaver just starts coughing really, really hard. And he's like, can I get you a drink? <laughs> and yeah. so, and then they just literally like stand up and walk away from him. And he's just like, <laughs> he's so confused. He's like, what just happened? These two yeah. were heavily hitting on me. And then just as soon as I offered them a drink, they just, Stood up, walked away like normal human beings. <laughs> um, yeah. So Sigourney Weaver's plan to first make contact with Gene Hackman is to go to an art auction and try and bid on art that he that he also wants. And uh, that gives me so much anxiety because <laughs> he's they're bidding or she's doing a fake Russian accent, and it's like. It's so that's like she's really committing to that role, to that like, character. <laughs> yeah, um, to Olga, and um, uh, but I I hate like I hate in things when people do auctions and then they like can't you know that they can't afford they it. can't like, pay yeah so because like her intention was to I think like just keep going up and until and then like but then he would win but then like because he's like coughing up his lungs at one point like he can't bid and yeah so she, she like stole it. his bid card like so she knew how much he was gonna go up to and so she just like kept going back and forth with him but then he's coughing so hard he like falls on the ground and can't respond yeah oh my god so she wins it for like a hundred and eighty thousand dollars i think I was just like, uh, now she's even more in the negative. It's like this giant sculpture with like an erect penis. And I mean, so it's she... not like up, but it's like it was ninety not... degrees. Okay, yeah, it's it was out there. It wasn't like Statue of David where it's like smaller than the balls. No. Oh yeah. No. 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 So they they have this whole like plan where basically Sigourney. Okay, well, through some hijinks, Scorny Weaver is able to get out of paying for the statue, so that works out. By um, cutting off his dick. Yes, by... Yeah. Um, so, they have this whole plan where, like, they're gonna get, have make Gene Hackman crash his car, and then Sigourney Weaver is gonna help him, and then, like, they're gonna... She's gonna take him to the hospital, get, get to know him, but then... Um, but the daughter instead goes to this like really cute ocean bar because she's going to try to do a side con on the guy with the, Bluth. the mommy issues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there you see working at the bar is Jason Lee, who she is super mean to. And then also <laughs> randomly Zach Galifianakis and Sarah Silverman. Definitely thought Sarah Silverman was going to be a bigger deal, but... <laughs> 
she was because I don't know how famous or Zach Galifianakis who it took me like three quarters of the movie to recognize him it's because his voice is so different than anything I've ever seen him like he doesn't sound he like... talks like normal instead of like his character actor <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so and she's super mean to Jason Lee who's like the bartender and it's pretty funny um basically it doesn't work out like she's trying to get that guy the buster bluth's attention but he's like too like his mom shows up and he's just like too into his mom so so jennifer love hewitt's working on buster bluth and so she's at the bar because buster bluth is there she cons herself into a free drink kind of like startling jason lee with how aggressive and insane she is um (laughs) yeah and then her goal with Buster Bluth is she's going to pretend to choke on an olive. And so she's choking on the olive and he is really not really paying attention to her. And then she starts like actually choking on the olive and can't breathe. But at, then Buster Bluth stands up and she's like, he's going to help me. That's part of the plan. But he walks yeah. like right past her because his mom came in. And then Jason Lee comes over and gives her the Heimlich and the olive goes straight into Buster Bluth's eye and he freak, freaks out and starts crying. And his mom's like, I told you you shouldn't come to these low-class establishments. And he's all, the redna, the redna's detached. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrific. So basically, uh, Buster Bluth is not going to happen. No, no. Um, and then she's like, oh shit. And she goes rushing off to try and do the rest of the the plan in order to sort of catch like get Gene Hackman to crash. She sets up road spikes mm-hmm. and she was supposed and that well, but then first who comes driving over them is Jason Lee coming back because she forgot her purse. And then the old man comes up and crashes. And so she pushes Jason Lee down a hill so he won't see it. But she doesn't pull the road spikes in. So then the mom drives over them too. Yeah, when she pushes him down the hill, then she like comes tumbling down because the goal is for like the mom, like Sigourney Weaver, to get out and help the tobacco man. So they are trying to make themselves scarce. So then Jennifer Love Hewitt starts like aggressively making out with Jason Lee, and he's just like very confused by the whole thing. And then she he's like, We should go up there and help those people and like clear whatever's in the street out of the way. And she's like, my ankle's broken, like a real Megara um, scene from Hercules. Right. It's like your ankle's well, fine, and then <laughs> and then they um, they finally go up because Sigourney Weaver gets Gene Hackman into the car to take him to the hospital by whacking him over the back of the head to make sure he knows that he's really hurt. And he's like, "But your tires are out too." And she's like, "It's fine." And she just goes driving off on the rims to get out of there because the thing has gone so horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's it's funny because, like, it was supposed to be just, just him who crashed, and then the mom comes and gets him, but it, like, turns out ridiculous because then there's three cars instead. Like... Yeah. And then Jason Lee gives Jennifer Love Hewitt her purse, and this is where she finds out that the Tiki Bar or whatever is his... Like, he owns it, and he has that property. Yeah, she basically finds out that he's worth conning. <laughs> yes, isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> isn't that so, where you want to be in life, worth conning? Yeah. <laughs> so the mom t- takes Gene Hackman to the hospital, and they bond a little bit. And then they go on a date, 
and he takes her to a Russian restaurant because he thinks she's Russian. And I just put shenanigans ensue. Ugh, basically, just like it's like the waiter's talking to her in Russian. It's like he figures out that she obviously doesn't speak it. And then, like, the band, uh, an ex, she accidentally volunteers to sing on stage. A traditional Russian song. And she doesn't know it obviously so she sings in her russian accent back in the ussr i was like oh my god <laughs> she orders steak tartare on accident yeah Ugh. and she pays she pays off the waiter to not to not indicate that she can't speak russian cuz she just keeps going da da <laughs> well gina hackman tells her that he loves a woman who eats raw meat <laughs> which is a little horrifying. <laughs> Very specific. Yeah. And then, so now since Jennifer Love Hewitt is trying to con Jason Lee, um, she's like following him to, she's going to go follow him at whatever he's going to do at night. And she follows him into like the, some trees. We'll say the they, Everglades or something like that. Yeah. And um, they kind of, she kind of like gets stuck in the mud, like exactly like Isma in Ember's New Groove. And then <laughs> she's wearing a very inappropriate outfit for the activity. She's still in like a tiny dress and six inch heels. Yeah. And he, he then he has to come help her out of the mud. And she tells him that she's an environmentalist studying the environment. I don't remember what she waste, said. Um, waste runoff. Yeah. <laughs> But, and it turns out, so he was just going to the beach to go look through a telescope. Um, and they look Stare through at it space and shit. Yes. And they look through it together and bond. And it's like, maybe she's actually falling for him. Maybe. Yeah, she gets a little carried away. She keeps doing this thing where anytime she's with him, she's like, oh, shit, I have to run. And he's like, why do you have to keep leaving? But it's because she's supposed to be helping her mom with her scam. Right. Now, Sigourney Weaver and Gene Hackman are hanging out more and more, and the woman who sort of runs his household is, like, starting to suspect her. So Sigourney Weaver frames her like she stole a ton of his stuff in, like, a way that was just ridiculous. So it's like, you probably wouldn't believe it. But he did. So she gets, because she's like, I've invested, like, seven years into this old man old I'm man i'm gonna right. get something when he dies yeah yeah and i was like that is more than fair like you should cut her in like <laughs> yes exactly uh, <laughs> but then she gets rid of her she goes to jail oh and so and then it works out perfectly because then who's gonna get the job as the new maid jennifer love hewitt with a british yeah. accent yep right why is the accent always necessary <laughs> Right, right. It just complicates it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I guess they're pros, though. So, yep. <laughs> so then, because she keeps, because, and then Jennifer Love Hewitt like rushes off because she has plans. And so the mom follows her and sees her with Jason Lee. And she basically tells her, like, you can't do a con, you can't pretend to fall in love with someone because you're going to catch feelings. Yeah, and at that point, he actually, like, when she ran off after her interview, um, he told her yeah. that he's in love with her, so. Yes, he did. So soon, but <laughs> I guess. 
<laughs> I was like annoyed because I was like, she was so, so mean to him. I was like, dude, you are rewarding her bad behavior. She was <laughs> well, and really then, mean. Then it's so funny because Jennifer Love Hewitt goes over because after Sigourney Weaver like catches her and is like, you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Jennifer Love Hewitt's like storms over and makes out with him. And he's like, she's like, see, I didn't feel anything. And he's like, what? And he's, and then she like covers and then they're sitting on the couch and he's like, you know, telling her how awesome she is. And she's like, I'm not a good person. And he goes, you're like a Brady or an Osmond. You don't even believe in premarital sex. (laughs) (laughs) Since that's like always their scam. And I was just like, that that was funny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so then another twist the mom goes to lunch and she meet and who do you see the IRS woman who you find Barbara. out is her mentor Barbara so all along it was a con the the whole IRS thing was just another trick to to basically keep the daughter from going off on her own and I thought that Barbara looked familiar and I looked her up and she's um, plays Mrs. Robinson in The Graduate. I was like, that is so no. perfect because she's like the ultimate seductress in that movie. So it's like, that's like, this is like so perfect that she's in this. Like, I've um, never seen it. Oh, I had to watch it in one of my comedy classes. And I was like, this is not a comedy. And it ended so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I only know about it through cultural references. (laughs) But anyway, that's who she was. So then Gene Hackman comes to Sigourney Weaver's hotel to meet meet up with her. And she tells him that (laughs) she's getting deported and she's going to have to leave. And he's like, oh, geez. And to think I was going to ask you to marry me, like, he doesn't understand and she and she's like so like her hack wasn't gonna work because he was too stupid yeah it wasn't even gonna work (laughs) but then she's like well i think if you as if we get married i won't have to leave and he's like oh what perfect right (laughs) so then after that um after they get engaged uh, he points out that they're basically married in God's eyes. The rest is just paperwork. So he tries to have sex with her. And then he, like, I guess, ha- has a heart attack and dies. Like, I guess the yeah. all the coughing Maybe. friendly caught up. To- oh, my God. By the way, I felt very dumb because I didn't. I thought that the coughing thing was just to try and push for how gross, like, he's a gross old man. And then, like, it wasn't Poker. for, like, way too long that I made the connection that it's because he's, like, a smoking in the smoker in the tobacco industry. My God. <laughs> um, but he he dies, and they put a with sheet the, over. He dies yes. with the statue's dick in his mouth. He falls and breaks. Did you already mention the statue? No, oh, that's why. That's why he's coming to meet up with her. He brought, he gave her the statue back. Like, oh, I bought you this. Like, and it's fixed. Which, like, if he was a nice guy, that would actually be very nice. Like, <laughs> he was like, it was only seven k for a new dick. Yeah. Well, also, he is erect, and I'm like, this is just like in freaking Clerks. I hope nobody goes in there and has sex with them. Oh um, no, <laughs> the lights go out. Yeah. Uh, and but I was like, is he really dead? I thought it. I thought he was gonna come back alive, and like they were gonna have to try and get out of it. But no, he's really dead. So the daughter comes. They're trying to get rid of the body, and of 
of course, because of shenanigans, it falls over the balcony. Like, I don't know. The idea that she thought teeny tiny, her teeny tiny daughter was going to be able to deal with that. Hold his body. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, you could, like, prop it up, probably. But, like, it is dead weight and it did just die. So you think it'd be a little bit floppy and yeah. Yeah. And then who comes barging in? Ray Liotta. And at first you think he's mad, but then he's like, I love you. I want you back. And she's like, that's so random. And she basically gets him back to the hotel and ties him to the bed and then ditches him because they want to go dump the body. By dump the body, they're going to take it back to his house to make it look like he just died of natural causes, even though they dropped him over a balcony. So there'd be like a lot of damage to it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. And stuffed him in a trunk. So Ray Liotta's tied up and blindfolded and Sigourney Weaver leaves him again. And the cleaner is knocking on the door and she's like, housekeeping. And he's like, no, no, don't come in. Don't come in. But then she comes in and she starts having a conversation. She's like, the freaky stuff that happens in this room over the past few weeks and no one has left me a tip. And he's like, you can get a tip out of my wallet. You, you can grab a 20. And she's like, a 20? And he's like, fine, take a 50. And so the cleaner was like, which wallet? And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, this one, you know, whatever. So she takes her money and he asks to untie him. And she's like, that'll be another 20. And then <laughs> he realizes that one of the wallets to, belongs to the old man. So he heads off to the old man's house to figure out what's going on. Yes. And then he sort of puts it all together and they they promise him his money back if he doesn't tell anyone and if he helps them with the body and he agrees well, to he, that. he walks into a really funny scene where gene hackman's body has been dropped on top of zagorny weaver and so she's like moaning and making sounds and he's like <laughs> already you just saw me and then she's like he's dead and he's like oh, you're in sort of some really crazy shit. And she's like, no. (laughs) And so then he figures out the con and then he has a gun and he holds a gun up to them because he found out, he found the IDs and all their aliases. And they're like, what if I can pay you back? But first you need to help me with the body. Can you help us with the body? And he says, I'm from Jersey, aren't I? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, and he, he agrees to that. Um, and then they're they're trying to get him his money, but then it's gone. Barbara scammed them. Yeah, so. during the IRS scam, um, she gave her a bunch of information to Barbara. You would really think that she would know. You're lying to your daughter. Why would you give another scammer your information? Right. I know. That's what I was thinking because I was like, is it like Barbara is bas- was basically her mother, right? Is like sort of what she said. But like. Yeah. You can't bullshit a bullshitter is how it's supposed to be. So Ray Liotta's like, you guys are going to jail. I'm going to tell blah, blah, blah. But she convinces him that instead, here's the new plan. Instead, she'll scam Jason Lee because um, she had found out also that like some people were wanting him to sell the bar for um, for like he was being offered three million dollars. So she was, so she's like, we'll, we'll scam him. But then the problem is that like, he doesn't want to sell like his dad died and left it to him. So she, so she goes in to do the scam 
But then Jack, Jason Lee says something about like the people that were going to buy the place already bought something else. And so it's, you know, that like offers off the table. And so then Jane right. tries to leave. So she doesn't have to do that to him. But Ray Liotta and Sigourney Weaver barge in and are like, "We're so you guys are getting married, whatever. And Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and they say that they're like her cousin and second like they say something crazy and it's like it would have been so much easier if they they just said like parents or aunt and uncle like they they said like random relatives that wouldn't just come hang out with you for no reason like yeah but, but it made uh, sense for the scam later but it was like yeah. yeah it was like they were second cousins and they were brother sister or something yeah um so then there's a funny scene where they all where Jason Lee takes them out on a boat and they like Ray Liotta like sees fish. He's like, Hey fish. And he whips a gun out and just starts shooting at the fish. <laughs> and you really, I loved that. that. <laughs> I loved that as a kid. I thought it was the funniest thing. He's like, Whoa, look at all the fish. Boom, boom, boom. Like what? <laughs> just like the knife in the bedroom. It's like, he's always got to like go a step too far. Yeah. So they get married, and then it's in their... an ugly dress. Yeah, her dress is ridiculous. It was very so, early two thousand. Well, it's, it's funny because she, she's in like basically a regular wedding dress, and he's in like an outfit that your dad would wear to going out to dinner in Hawaii, like for the luau, like, like linens. Yeah, like <laughs> and so then the plan is that the mom who Jason Lee thinks is her second cousin or something is going to seduce him and but then she um because jane falls asleep yeah well yeah and first well jane is her the name that she told jason lee her real oh, name sorry, is Je Paige. <laughs> Je jessica Je jennifer jessica i kept trying to write jessica sarah jessica parker by the way the whole time because it's like three, initials. <laughs> three names yeah with yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> jennifer love hewitt falls asleep and as she falls asleep to do the scam she has a well, tear roll she, down her cheek she tells the mom that it's not going to work because he loves her too much and the mom's like men don't say no she's like so bitter about love um mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah so she falls asleep so then the mom tries to seduce him and do do that and this and that and he turns her down uh but then then um jennifer love hewitt walks in and he's in bed with her and he's like really confused and so then we're back at another divorce table and they do the money thing and jason lee's just like sad and he's just like just give her whatever she wants and She's like actually heartbroken because she really thinks he did it. And then the mom tells the mom, like, confesses later to Ray Liotta that, like, he actually because Ray Liotta's like, geez, like, I guess everybody is bad. Like, even like that goody two shoes or whatever, even he didn't. And so then the, that leads to Sigourney Weaver confessing, like, no, he wouldn't do it. I, I drugged him. And Ray Liotta tells her, like, I know that I wasn't a nice guy, but I really did love you. Like what I said, I do on the, uh, on the altar, like that was the truth. And when she tells him that she drugged him, he's like, basically he's like, that is the most messed up thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, yeah. And Sigourney Weaver's like, I want to protect her. And Ray Liotta gives this little speech where he's like, what from love? And she says from pain. And he says, love is pain. 
And then oh my god, she said, said some bull- some bullshit, and he's like, "It's Deepak Chopra." <laughs> <laughs> well, and then remember what he said? That was the grossest thing I've ever heard. He basically called sex a soil sample. <laughs> yeah, that was gross, but I don't remember the context. I think like she was like, and you were he was trying to like trying to get you to give him a soil sample i don't remember the context but he said that it was so gross (laughs) it was gross yeah so then basically i think that well while they were having this discussion i was like i want them to end up together like they're both like not great people but they look nice together Um, they love each other yeah and and then the mom because she feels bad she ends up confessing to the daughter that she that she drugged him he really did say no but also um Sigourney Weaver and and Ray Liotta get back together and he says but I want to live a respectable life chopping cars no more conning yeah (laughs) um so then we cut back to the bar and you know Jason Lee is really sad and he doesn't want to go back in the bar because he had to sell it and he's really depressed, but he walks in and there's a surprise party with Jennifer Love Hewitt standing there and she bought it back for him. And so she walks up to him and says, my name's Paige. And that's how he presumably took her back. But he's like not mad at at her at all, which is kind of funny. (laughs) Well, he told her that he would always love her and there was nothing that she could do to ruin that. So, yeah. Yep, I guess he proved that. True love. And then um, it ends with Ray Liotta and the mom getting together. And she basically tells him, like, there's just one thing I want you to do do for me. And then it cuts to him sitting at a table flirting about to con Barbara. So she's going to get their money back. back. Yeah. And And the end. end. It all works out. It all works out. (laughs) I mean... I mean, it's also, like, kind of sweet because, like you said earlier, where it was like, why does the mom want something better for Jennifer Love Hewitt? And in the end, Jennifer Love Hewitt did get something better. She got true love, and so did her mom. The double con turned into a double love. Yeah, and a really cool bar. And apparently some pricey real estate. Because, Andrea, guess what $3 million in 2001 is worth today? Uh... And don't guess. Don't you type it. I hear you. Ah, dang it. <laughs> don't cheat. Don't cheat. Okay. You cheating. That. I can hear you. You got to type more quietly. I know. My phone wasn't loading, so I had to use my laptop. Uh, 4.3 million. That's it. You're getting better at this. Look, you're improving. It's 4.6. Oh. <laughs> or are you lying? Because I could hear you typing over there. No, no, I didn't get it fast enough. Okay. <laughs> you caught me trying to con you. Yes, you were not as good as Jennifer Love Hewitt. I know. My <laughs> phone was taking forever. This all could have been avoided. Um, <laughs> all right. So um, some other little factoids about this one is just that the tagline was caution, dangerous curves ahead. <laughs> that 
That's amazing. <laughs> and uh, our uh, Andrea's roommate, our friend, pointed out that this is basically like a remake, a reimagining of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which I've also not watched. So if anyone's watched that, which I'm sure a lot of people have, let us know what you I think. If you recommend it to us, I mean, that's a very popular movie, so I'm sure it's bomb. But yeah, so I guess at this point, Andrea, we're ready for your rating, unless you have anything else you want to talk about. No. Okay, Andrea, ready to be serious. Would you rate this as one? I will never get this time back. G. I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed myself, but I won't watch it again. And, or I was entertained is what we call it. Or um, Cat. Uh, I would tell people to just watch this. Um, I'm I would looking say, at the cat right now. I'm not that creative. I just. I would say I, I was entertained. I probably wouldn't watch it again. I might if I'm like in the exact right mood with like the exact right alcohol, and I just want to put on put it, the exact right amount of alcohol in me, and I just like want to put on something I've seen already that's like casual. But I was definitely entertained. You wouldn't anyone to just watch this it's so funny i guess i i guess i would tell people too but i probably wouldn't watch it again mostly just my mom who i did tell to watch it (laughs) oh you did hey that's so unfair that you told someone to just watch it and then you're gonna knock my rating down (laughs) i forgot i thought if i was only gonna tell one person it didn't count i thought i <laughs> no, I mean I feel like this is like a good like girlfriends movie, wine night movie. Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, I think Phil would I think my boyfriend would like it. He likes yeah, it's like he liked the whole girly. nine yards. It's kind of like the whole nine yards, and it's not too yeah, girly. So I thought they were kind of a a similar genre, a similar era. Um lots yeah. of fun nineties fashions. That's so funny. I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> That is so funny. I, it's because I was Mom, thinking about watch it this. It's because when I tell in my in my head when I tell someone to just watch it, I'll watch it with them because I liked it that much. And like I'm not there, so that, but <laughs> I would say you watch this yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that that's my thing. Is like because I probably won't rewatch most movies. If I give something and just watch it, it's just because I would be like, oh, you should watch this. It was good. Just like I tell people to listen to Dr. Death. I'm not going to wa- I'm not going to listen to it again. Yeah. But um, I guess if you're defining just watch it as I would watch this over and over and make someone watch it. I guess that's a little different. Yeah. All this time we've been doing this and we have different definitions. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you look back, you wouldn't change anything you said, though. So <laughs> no, no. Um, okay, well, I'm glad you at least enjoyed it. I'm a little sad. I thought this would be a just watch it, but it's okay. I enjoyed it. Sure. I, uh, <laughs> okay, well, you already know I told someone to just watch it, so you should be happy. I don't, yeah, I don't feel too bad. <laughs> All right, well, with that, I hope everyone enjoyed this movie. I hope everyone will go out and watch it. I like it. We found it on Prime. <laughs> yes, Andrea kind of liked it. <laughs> uh, And uh, if you've seen Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, let us know uh, if it's one that we should be adding to the list or any other movies. We're always looking for um, recommendations, suggestions, etc. 
you can reach yeah. us at just watch it podcast at gmail.com or just watch it underscore pod on Instagram. Oh, with that, everyone, thanks so much for listening. We've had fun. Hope you've had fun. And uh, I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrew Talbotson. And this was just watch it.